Yeah, so like I said, motivation is a big thing. Everybody and welcome to The Unqualifiers, a down-to-earth podcast about running. I'm one of your hosts, Cassie Doggett. I'm here with Josh Doggett. Hello. And Joshua Peters. Howdy. And we're here today to sort of talk about running. Our topic of the day is motivation, but let's go ahead and get to know you know each of us a little bit better before we dive into this. So if uh, Josh Doggett or if the captain slash bro is probably going to be calling you throughout this podcast, go ahead and uh, take over. Take over. Well, uh, first things first, I should probably say, you know, I've been running for nine years so far. I work at a specialty running store uh, and I talk to a lot of runners just about every single day. So when it comes to knowing about running, I, I do I pretend like I'm a somewhat of an expert. <laughs> um, so, like, how did I get into running? I would have to say, like, first, well, first off, I started in, like, seventh grade when I was in middle school. I remember, like, the first run I did was supposed to be a four-mile run, and I couldn't even do it. And the coach was, like, yelling at me that I, if I couldn't run four miles without walking, what was I even doing there? So then I went the whole season just kind of, belly aching my way through it and then it was the summer before my eighth grade year I started running with my sister and my mother a little bit more I got up to running five miles without stopping and I felt pretty confident went out for cross country again eighth grade and was able to do a lot better and since then I just kind of stuck with it that led me to um, being able to compete at the state meet for Missouri a couple times which is a tough course numerous medals hanging on my wall now and then even in college it's given me a hefty scholarship even though I haven't done too much in my college career already uh I mean I'm hoping to qualify out for the national marathon here next spring I'm training for Chicago marathon right now and I mean we'll just kind of see what happens but I'm, I'm pretty excited for the whole thing all right thank you and Josh Peters well, my history is not so deep nor rutted like yours. I don't even think I've been running for a year. So, and I only got started because, again, the common root here is Cassie. She pretty much got us both start running. She started running uh, probably a few months before me, and then I just, I, I'm pretty sure one part was me being tired of myself sitting on my butt, and the other part was to support her even further because she was really into it. And that motivated me to go into it, too. It's like she's going at it, being strong, determined. I might as well as well. And then as more running happened, sure, food could be a motivator. Like, if I work out this much, I can eat this much. And I think that's pretty much it. I've run a price, what, five, a handful of 5Ks. Some I probably can't remember. Uh... And now we're trying to get a good morning regimen going for a half marathon, or yeah, training for a half marathon later this year. And that's a strong motivation itself, just to show how far I can go. Okay. Uh, and I'm Cassie. I'm the sister that Josh Duggett was talking about, and I'm the girlfriend that Josh Peters was referring to. By running for the last couple months, he actually means running on and off for the last several years. I've been running a lot since 
a lot is not a good word to describe what I was doing between middle school and college. Uh, but running off and on with sporadic months in between is a good description, probably. And then I started taking running a little bit more seriously starting in May of last year. I followed the Couch to 5K program, kind of. I didn't actually complete the program because I was already at a pretty good level when I started. So I just kind of skipped to the end. Oh, well. Uh, I've done several 5Ks. I've placed in several 5Ks. I know Josh Peters has two. I've come in first for females once, which was pretty exciting. And uh, Josh Peters and I are currently training for a half marathon in September. Uh, so we're both pretty excited about that. Uh, we start training officially on Sunday. We've already been sort of like, you know, training for it, but we start an official program on Sunday. So... That's going to be great. I'm really excited. What do you think about that, Josh Shaggett? What do you think about half marathons? Have you done one? Uh, I've done about six half marathons, actually. I mean, if you qualify my my weekly long run as a half marathon, <laughs> oh, I've a little over 100 of them. Uh, they're, they're my favorite race. I tell customers all the time. It's, it's something have, you... Have you competed in a half marathon? Competed, not legitimately. There's something uh, called banditing them, which is very frowned upon in the running community. Go uh, ahead and explain you... banditing. Yeah, go ahead and explain. Yeah. Uh, so it's when you show up to a race and you race the race, but you haven't signed up, you haven't paid, and you still cross the finish line. Uh, and you... Of course, you take the refreshments and the drinks and everything, too, and you just pretend like you're there. It's a lot easier in the winter when everybody's bibs are covered up by jackets and pants and all this other fun stuff that nobody knows you're not really in the race. Uh, like I said, very frowned upon, and I haven't done it in a really long time. But uh, mm. typically, the, the half marathon races that I have been a part of have been bandited. All right. Uh, what's been your time? My my best half marathon time was uh, 6.20 pace for all the miles, and that was, uh, I want to say 1.22 or 1.20, 1.22.30, somewhere around there, and that was the last time I had officially. So finished. an hour and 20? Two minutes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm just aiming for under three hours. That is my goal. <laughs> so, well, the course we're going to be running is the City of Half Ro half Roses? The City city of Roses Half Marathon. I have a bit of dyslexia there for a minute. City of Roses Half Marathon, and it is famous for how hilly it is, so it's going to be a bit of a trip. We need train hills, definitely. definitely. Oh, my God. Yeah, hill sprints, and those are never fun, so have fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you said you're doing the marathon, uh, bro. When, when are you, what's your time frame on that? Uh, time frame race is going to be October 11th, so we we're looking at of this about year? 17 weeks of of, the, of 2015. Okay. Yeah, uh, time for the race that I'm hoping for is roughly 6:15 to 6:20 pace, kind of like my half marathon. Uh, so it should come out to an even 2:45 if I do it right. What is the 6:20 pace for you? Is that uh, your high gear, your mid gear, or your low gear? Right now, just because I've only really been doing base mileage since I had surgery back in December of 2014, uh, it, it's more of a high gear. It used to be more of that mid-gear for me. Um, typically on a road run, I try to stay between 650 and 720 pace. 
Okay. Uh, I know right now, since Josh and I are kind of, you know, technically the beginners here, uh, are on my comfortable pace, the pace I really, like, like to go just because I ridiculous. It's like double what you're doing, but it's just it's really nice on those long runs, I guess. Uh, at least right now, I'm hoping we can pick up the pace a little bit. Well, we're gonna have to for our program, but yeah, 30 is like so good. And then it, when I race though, I do race at about a nine minute pace without even trying. Like I've, I haven't. I just got my uh, GPS watch. We, Josh and I both just got. Uh, Josh Peters and I both just got GPS watches, um, but before that, I haven't raced with any kind of pacer, anything to tell me what my pace was or my time was in the middle of the race, uh, so it's always just sort of been what my high gear was, and my high gear has always been about nine minutes. I usually finish under 30 minutes for my 5Ks. Uh, fastest one was 27.07, right, hun? I yep. believe that's what it was. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to do a 5K in July. It's supposed it's the hardest one. Southeast Missouri, Missouri, I believe. It's the Hoops for Life 5K. Um, it's super hilly. It's my time. I'm just hoping to get under 30. But it's going to be really hot. It's going to be really hilly. Uh, Josh Peters is doing that with me too. And it'll be the first time we have a uh, GPS watch or anything for that race. So that'll be good. That will be good. Uh, anything else uh, background-wise before we move on to our topic, which today is going to be motivation? Uh, no, I can't think of anything. How about you, Peters? <laughs> uh, well, no. Aside from that, I think everything I have to talk about is pretty much motivation-related. Okay. Do you want to go ahead and get us started on motivation? I mean, you are – I love you – uh, but you are, uh, I guess I would say, the um, most beginnerist here, despite the fact that you are way better than me at running. I'm sorry, can you repeat what you said? I'm the most unqualified of the unqualifiers. That's yeah. Much <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and sort of talk about your motivation. Uh, you started running with me uh, at the end of November in 2014. So I would say you've been running about seven months, um, and then I would say you've been running seriously uh, the last four on and off. So <laughs> I was hoping for five, but damn. All right. Yeah. March was a rough month. March was <laughs> a terrible month. Oh, my gosh, Kelly. But that's a side point. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, in the beginning when you were pretty much running on your own, doing your workout routines and whatnot, I just, I don't know, it kind of just struck me as bad on my part to not be exercising myself. I had the time, but I didn't. And then I, I need, I, I want to support you. So that's pretty much how I started. And I still support you to this day, and I think you definitely support me through it too. You brought me along a long way. But that, that was the beginning of it. And again, like I said, like later on before, and this is also outside, but we're starting a diet. But before this diet, we pretty much ran so much that we could be, I guess, less guilt-free of eating certain items like a delicious pizza or something like that. But then slowly as we began having more and more 5Ks, 
seeing how fast you can go start beginning being a good competitive motivator. I, I usually in other places don't like being competitive, but if it's a 5K and there's a clock running, I want to run too. Yeah, uh, and bouncing off of that, uh, there was a run day a few weeks ago uh, that you and I were a part of, and I thought it was really funny because um, while we went to an event it was, and it was timed, it was non-competitive. The timing was specifically per, for people running. It had, No one was keeping track. I mean, you could cut across the course and no one would you know, give a shit. Uh, so, but you were competitive. You wanted to race everybody, and you were annoyed that I wanted to stop and do some of the obstacles that were involved with that event because you wanted to beat everybody. <laughs> no, what, what this running day event was, I thought it was going to be like any other 5K I signed up for, but not for like all of a sudden like run a lap and do these squats because you rolled the die this much and do another lap and here's a hula and I'm like. I didn't know. I thought I was running. There's a clock. I mean, what's going on? And she's just like, no, just just have fun. I was like, what do you mean fun? And then uh, the other thing I want to bounce off of what you said was uh, how you feel like you you know you like to be competitive. And I would say I'm definitely competitive um, when it comes to 5Ks. My goal is to do try to do a 5K every other month. That way I have sort of um, something to work towards because, uh, and I'm going to let my brother talk in a minute sort of about um, the motivation for marathon training, but for me, uh, having, knowing that I have a race, you know, that I need to train for, I think that really gets me out the door and gets me to push myself because uh, without shortcuts, you know, or when you're, if you're not, when you're taking those shortcuts and when you're trying to get around them, you know that in the end, like, shit, you know, this is going to affect my 5K time, and I definitely want to beat my 27.07 time. I want to get under 27 minutes so bad for a 5K. It's not even funny. Ugh, so bad. So bad. So that's my motivation right now is I want to finish a 5K under 27 minutes, definitely. Uh, that's one of my motivations is competing against myself, and I think, I think that's good for everybody, actually. I think that's a huge motivator for a lot of people. Uh, so go ahead, bro. Tell us about like what motivates you for the for the uh, half or the the whole marathon, um, and what made it motivated you to like sign up for one. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a hefty decision. Before I get into that, I do want to say, you know, it, it is a, a big motivator to want to beat your time for everything. You set a new PR every single. Why don't race. you go? How old are you? Let's go ahead and go through our ages real quick. Age? I am 20 years old. Right now, uh, in August, I will be 21, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> I'm 24. Oh, I, I'm the middle one, 23. No, you're not. You're 24. <gasps> I am! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you really forget? <laughs> All I have... I, what? No, I Dude, I'm, you just totally lost a year of your life. There it goes. Wave to it. Wave goodbye to your year. You turned 24 like two weeks ago. Oh my god, the time flies by. <laughs> okay, so back to you, back to you, Captain. Uh, so you're 20, and you'll be 21 when you run the marathon in October 2015. So what motivates you? 
what motivates me really is like the beer at the end of the marathon. <laughs> no, um, really though, it is tough to find motivation. I mean, we, me and the gentleman that I'm running it with, we we're trying to do in this training program. And typical marathon training programs are only about uh, 13 to 16 weeks long. We started 23 weeks out. So that's a long time to train for a marathon. Um, so to, to try to get up every morning, try to build your mileage, hit two-a-days, hit speed work, it's definitely a really lofty goal. Uh, I know we've, we've been trying to do speed work for about two days out of the, out of the seven-day week while running every day, trying to take maybe a rest day or a recovery day here and there. Um, speed work hasn't gone very well for either of us yet. We haven't done what we wanted to do, and that makes it really hard to find that motivation, get mentally strong. It's just the summer is getting so hot, and that's, that's what kind of can kill the motivation on that end as well. I mean, the summer, the heat can just make you not want to go out and run, and it's really hard to get your body more used to that, so that's, uh, it doesn't affect you as much. But that's probably the biggest thing that's hurting my motivation for the marathon. Other than that, like I said earlier, I mean, I just want to, I want to be that that national qualifier, that all American marathon. That way, I can tell my kids one day, this is what I accomplished when I was in college. I became an all American marathoner. So it's kind of my my motivation there, and I know that if I do this right and I'm patient and I I put in the effort, because you get out of running what you put into it. You have to put in the effort. You put junk in, you get junk which is why I diet, not eating pizza every single day for a meal and passing it off as carbo loading is, is good. It just, it's about putting in the work. So I know that even though I'm 23 weeks out, putting in the work now uh, is going to help me when, I, when race day comes. Okay, cool. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your program? Uh, what program were, did you put the program together yourself, or? So it, it's been kind of a conjunction of minds between my experience and the guy, the guy I'm running with. His name's Shane. He's actually 26 right now, and he's been running for almost as long as I have. And he's an exercise science major in college, so he knows a lot about the different exercises and what it does for your body. So we've kind of made this this 23 week program our brainchild. And we're going through it together, really, really pushing each other all the way. And while we don't do every single run together, we try to run about four or five times out of the week. The long run and both of the speed work days being crucial where we're together for those. Um, just kind of uh, base mileage recovery days need to be slower. Our speed work, we've done tempos, progression runs, some different fartlek type stuff. Um, and then, of course, the long run, which is we started out at about 13 miles. And right now we we were supposed to hit 15 last Sunday. But as I said, that heat has been getting really bad lately. So we actually both cut it at 12. It was a really bad morning. But we're hoping to get in 15 this week and then keep bumping it up till we get up to uh, 20. And then we're going to take two-mile intervals. So it'll be 20 the next week, 22 the next week, 24. And then we'll actually do... 26 um, race distance simulation, so we'll be going slower, but for the whole 26 miles, and then by that point, we should actually be uh, about a month out of the race, and we're going to be cutting it back and starting to taper off a little bit. 
you think tapering off a whole month before the race is a good thing, or wouldn't it be better to taper off two weeks before? Well, when I say taper off, I'm more so mean we're, we're not going to be hitting like 24 and 26 mile long runs, probably ah, okay. like that 18, 20 mile range. And in that end, the, the base mileage will stay pretty high. We're, we're planning anywhere between 100 and 110 miles a week by the end of the program right now. So we'll probably cut that back to like 80 to 90 within that last month. And that, that'll still be Okay, we are back. We took a quick break. Uh, a little bit longer than a quick, but um, we needed a, a little bit of a break. Uh, I failed at a handstand. Josh Peters made dinner, and my brother, Josh Aguette, actually went for a run. So uh, why don't you talk about your run that you went on? Well, it, it, it was a, a plan four that ended up turning into a five. Uh, just felt like going a little bit longer. Uh, pretty slow. I had that bad speed work run this morning, so it was just kind of a recovery get the lactic acid out, and then I did some some strength training afterwards. Hopefully I'll feel a little bit better tomorrow, but still got to get out the door and get that to get that recovery run in. So nothing too terrible. What kind of strength training did you do? Uh, just kind of all around body squats, uh, uh, lunges, push-ups, yoga, stuff like that. Just Solid. a little bit. Solid. And so what made it motivated you to go that extra mile? Uh, I just kind of wanted to see it was down at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> I was told Wait, literally? Literally, it was down a, down a big hill, and one of my friends had told me you should go down there sometime, so I just decided to head down there and see what it was. Then I had to come back up the hill, so that kind of sucked, but was I got it worth mile. it? It was not. It was not worth it. The legs are sore. Nothing to see. <laughs> what, Josh? What, Josh Peters? I said my legs are sore. Now there's nothing to see. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, so before um, before we took our break due to technical difficulties, uh, we were going to talk about the uh, Couch to 5K program, which is really good for beginners. I'm not going to go into a huge thing about it because it's really easy to Google and find a lot about it. There's tons of stuff, free apps. It's a free program to get into running, basically, and it's how I kind of jumped into running. Um, and I think doing that really, like, and seeing what I could do on that really motivated me to continue, and so that's kind of what what we're doing. Uh, so let's talk about like what we do during our runs, like what runs through our what runs through our head as we run basically, and how do we keep ourselves going? Because it's it's sometimes it's easier to get out the door than it is to just keep going. You know what I mean? Um, like I've stepped out the door several times and I thought today I'm gonna run five miles and I get a half mile in, or actually my exact mileage I get to before I want to quit is 0.6 almost every time. At about 0.6, I just want to stop for some reason. <laughs> like I just, I look at my watch and I'm like, I'm only at 0.6, but I want to die. <laughs> um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about like how do I know? Especially for marathons, bro, you're gonna encounter the wall. Um, but I think there's something to be said for the mini wall, and that's you know for the shorter mileage. It's the ones that like where your body's fine. You're just, I don't know. There's just something you haven't zoned out yet. Um, 
which is really what I like to run for, is sort of that zen feeling that you get in the middle and then that feeling of accomplishment afterwards. But So let's talk about those mini walls and like trying to climb them because, oh, holy cow, can they be quite monstrous. Josh Peters, do you want to start us off? Sure, I'll start us right off, and I know that feeling very well. Uh, and it's it seems kind of funny because if my biggest or biggest mini obstacle is usually occasionally we go out on a run and we don't really plan necessarily where we're going. We're just going to run out and then maybe come back. And about a mile into any of these runs where I don't know what we're turning, what street we're going to go down, or what hill we might go up, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I is it going to be another mile? Is it going to be three miles? I don't think I can handle any of this right now. And this is, of course, in like the first mile. And I'm just like, some guy in the back of my head is just like, you need, just need to go back to the couch and screw this. <laughs> like, that's literally what went through my head sometimes in our couple of our runs. On the other hand, though, on our planned runs, like our long five-mile run we did earlier this week, we were just running down and through the through a park nearby, a large there's a huge trail that goes to this town, and about two miles in, it's just like there's that second little wall, and it's just what's around this turn? Oh, great, another long stretch of concrete that I can see to the end of, and I feel like I'm not going fast enough to the end of it to accomplish it for my taste, and then it like just. Hopefully, like Cassie said, that Zen mode kicks in around that time and like just tunes that really grouchy guy out. So I just want to mellow out, and that's that's pretty much most of my mini walls. Yeah, I mean, mini walls are are definitely tough. I've gone through a lot of them, and there there have been days <laughs> where I've gotten into a run. Just, and... It's just funny. I've I've gone through a lot of them. Like, of course. <laughs> Running down here, like, <laughs> does, it, does a mini wall even phase you anymore? You just like step over it. Yeah, you just like no, he doesn't even step over it. He just walks through it. <laughs> oh, no, like mini walls to him are curbs. The curbs. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are days where you'll just you'll hit mile three of an eight miler and you'll just want to be done, and you're just like, I'm just gonna go home. Like, you realize there's, your body's not into it, your mind's not into it, and sometimes you got to get into those feelings, but other times you've just got to put a little bit of a surge in and get past the wall and keep going. I don't think I've ever actually been in this thin mode you guys are talking about. Where you just zone out? I, do, I, I can't zone out when I'm running. I'm always thinking about something, either the run, <laughs> going faster, or... Or I'm, I'm, like, running with people and I'm talking about something. But I never really ever, like, to just zone out. It's a little dangerous to just zone out because then, like... Oh, man, you're missing out. That's, like, my... Okay, I love talking to Josh on our runs. And um, we were going to talk about camaraderie a little bit. I, I think uh, the technical difficulties cut out on... So I had to cut that portion out. But, like, I love talking to Josh, but there are times it's like, we don't have anything else to talk about because we live together. So it's sort of like, oh, what? how was your day? Well, it was fine. I was with you all day. So then we just, you know, be quiet. But it's still nice to just sort of run together, especially trail running. Uh, I love zoning out in trail running. Um, and just, like, taking in, you're like, that's the most dangerous thing ever. But I love it. Run off a cliff. 
What are you doing? <laughs> but you just zone out. You just sort of like um, hear the birds. <laughs> you know, you know. I'm still like there, but I'm thinking about the birds. I'm not looking at my watch. You know, I'm not. I'm just running. I'm not worried about doing anything. There's nothing. You know what I mean? It's just a zen. I'm just like thinking about whatever, pretty much. That's pretty. I'm a writer too. Um, for those. That, if people are listening and they don't know me, I'm uh, an MA in English right now. I hope to graduate in May of 2016. I'm also a teacher. Um, so I like running because it's when the world is quiet for me. Uh, it's never really quiet. There's always something going on. There's the internet. You know, there's always a distraction when running. You, you just, just you and the road usually. I mean, you might have someone with you, but if you're not talking to them, it's just you and your feet. So I usually tell myself stories, and that's... That's how I write, is in those moments of quiet and zen that I find. And I just let my feet hit the pavement however they do. Maybe that's why I get injured more than everybody else. But, you know, it's still fine. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, so those mini walls, those mini walls. Um, so what is your advice for beginning runners that might, that are going to, they're definitely going to encounter the mini walls. There won't be so many to them. Yeah, they're going to feel huge. You know, mini walls are really tough. I haven't, I mean, I, I haven't been a beginning runner since really my eighth grade year because I, I shouldn't count my seventh grade year of running as actual running. And, and when I got into running, I really couldn't hit the mini wall. I had, so, I had a coach that was so, you will run and you will run fast and you will finish the runs that, that I mean, you couldn't just stop and you couldn't just, fall apart, you had to keep going. So, I mean, it's all about visualizing and telling yourself that you can do it because your body's capable of a lot of things. And that's kind of what I learned is that um, if I didn't become mentally strong and tell myself I could do it, I wasn't going to make it in the program. So I had to learn fast, and that's kind of that's kind of how I became a serious runner is, and got past those walls more out of necessity than, than just <laughs> Good. Uh, I know for me, I'm still, I guess, I don't see, I still tell Josh, I'm like, I don't know if I really can identify as a runner yet, you know, at least seriously. I guess we sh we could, I don't know, what do you think, bro? We run, you know, our, our longest run this week was five miles. Can we be runners yet? Can we graduate? You guys are runners. I can tell yeah. you a lot of people at Fleet Feet, like a lot of people, and it, a lot of the people I'm fitting at Fleet Feet constitute themselves as runners. I can promise you guys that you are runners. Okay. <laughs> what What makes a runner? What What is the What do you have to qualify to be a runner? You actually have to own a decent pair of running shoes. Nikes <laughs> <laughs> at the outlet. Hey, some people run barefoot. Yeah, oh, some people end up getting hurt beyond repair, too. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, okay, so I want to talk uh, real quick about, like, my motivation for, like, getting over those mini walls is um, the half mile rule. If I feel like I want to quit, I just say, okay, well, I'll run one more half mile. And Josh is familiar with this, and I'll see where I am. Sometimes if I really, really, really want to quit, I'll say, okay, just a quarter more, you know, if I haven't reached our goal mileage for the day. I'll say, okay, just a quarter more mileage, and we'll see where we are. Um, on Monday of this week, the high was uh, 89, 
and we didn't get up and run in the morning, but we had to go running, and that evening we couldn't go because of something. Uh, so we had to go at, was it 2 o'clock? Oh, so pretty God. much, yeah, so peak hours, the sun was right above us. It was 89 degrees. Uh, the place we were running, because the sun was right above us, uh, there was, like, no shade. Um, so it was pretty terrible, and we got about two miles in, and I looked at Josh, and I was like, my face was purple, and I was like, I don't know if I can do anymore, and he's like, uh, let's do, let's do half more mile, and we did half more mile, and, and then he said, you want to do half more? I was like, no, I'm done, like, so, but the half mile is, um, you know, it's how I, it's how I try to push myself, like, I can definitely always, almost always, I can almost always, unless, like, there's extraneous circumstances, like, I'm sore, like, in terms of, this is an injury, I should maybe stop, because if I don't, I'm going to hurt myself, or, like, I just feel really, really sick. Um, in terms of just wanting, oh, I don't feel like running anymore, it's definitely, well, you know, you can run at least one more half mile. That's only going to be, like, five minutes, you know. I'm a slow runner, so it's only going to be five more minutes. And then after I get that half mile and I usually feel good enough to run another half mile, you can do it, and I just keep doing that until I finish. I feel like that really helps. Yeah, that's kind of what I do on, like, my out-and-back courses if I'm looking to get some more mileage in. Like, just on that run I just did, it, I added a half mile on and made it five for the day instead of four. So it, it's exactly the same principle. I see what you're saying. Uh, I know another one on Reddit is, because um, I got the half mile one from Reddit, and another one that they always tell newbies is, uh, for people that, like, need motivation is, um, Put your running clothes, if you can't get out the doors, put your running clothes on. You're not going to go running. You know, you, you put all these running clothes on, you're at least going to go running, right? So at least go running 15 minutes. And then, you know, if you run 15 minutes out, then you have to run 15 minutes back, right? If you're not doing loops. Like, you don't have a choice. You got, unless you want to be stuck outside all day. Uh, and there you go. You got 30 minutes worth of running. If you run a 10-minute mile, that's three miles. So there you go. I think that's pretty good advice, too. Or at least getting out the door motivation wise I know um, a superficial huge motivation for me is more clothes more clothes shoes, shoes. so many shoes <laughs> I, I before we even done running I had a whole menagerie of shoes Cass can attest to this and oh God. <laughs> yeah but I think that's actually how she swindled part of, part of me onto the running stance. Was I was like, hey, look, awesome new shoes. And I was like, you know what? They are cool and comfortable. And, wow, I'm running three miles in them. I haven't done that since ever. So that was a good way to kind of hook me in on that, too, or at least keep me there. So, yeah, that's a pretty bad motivation. Bro, I know we're going to do, like, an episode on this at some point, but why don't you go ahead and say the importance of getting fitted for a proper shoe, just, like, in one or two sentences. Uh, injury prevention, body maintenance, and soreness relief are the three most important reasons to get fit for a pair of running shoes. Okay, thank you. Just go buy something. <laughs> okay, I think... I feel like we should just throw that out there since we have our uh, shoe fitter here. We should go ahead and you know, throw a little asterisk out there. Uh, I think I covered everything that I wanted to cover that like sort of gets me out the door. I think this podcast will obviously motivate me to continue um, running if we keep doing it, which I hope we do. I think it's been fun. Um, what do you think? 
Uh, do you, do you, either of you have anything? I feel like I've talked a lot, so both of you can feel free to jump in at any time. Um, I think. Or at the same time, yeah. <laughs> Battle Royale. <laughs> well, uh, the, the only thing I got left for any motivation for new runners is once you run so far. What's stopping you really from continuing on at least for the rest of that stint and then on to the next day? The best feeling I have is reaching the end of my run that I planned out. And whether it be two, three, five miles, once I'm approaching it, all I, all I can think is I have to finish this. I'm so far, I might as well go. Absolutely. That's right. Stint on that. One thing I, I really say to a lot of the beginning hunters that I fit is, like, don't get discouraged because you see, like, people like me out there who can go flip off an eight-miler and not really feel too bad uh, because everybody starts somewhere. Nobody went out for their first run and ran 12 miles without hurting. Nobody ever did that. Everybody starts somewhere and everybody works their way up. So just be be happy with where you are, but don't get complacent. Always push yourself to go farther. That way you feel more accomplished with yourself after every run. That's really good advice. Uh, I would also say, though, don't push yourself every single run. No, no. It, figure of speech. <laughs> uh, it, it definitely is important to push yourself. You should have weekly goals, I believe. Um, yeah. If you're not following a program, which if you're not, I highly suggest, especially if you're a new beginner runner, figure out a program and follow it because that's going to keep you accountable more so than just being just deciding to run sporadically. Um, and it'll keep you, it'll keep them safer too if they're following a program instead of running, you know, five, three, you know, four days to three miles. That's just not good for you, you know. No. Um, so I'd say find a program um, and do that. Uh, and and have weekly goals if if you aren't following a program such as like um, increasing your mileage every week, and you know you're gonna have bad runs. I think that's also important to state. You're just gonna have bad days. Nobody has a good day every day. Nobody. It's so hard. To, I mean, I struggled with that a lot when I first started because I would run two miles straight, and then a week later I felt like I could barely run a mile and a half, and I just wanted to give up and do something else. Um, but, yeah, everybody everybody has bad days, and everybody has great days, and most days are just going to be okay. That's exactly how it is. Quote of the day from Cassidy. <laughs> some days are going to be good days, some days are going to be bad days, but most days are going to be okay days. Okay. I think that applies to everything, actually. Yeah, that's that's some pretty damn good advice. <laughs> All right, I think we're about ready to close out this podcast. Unless we wanted to, did we want to do anything else? Anything you felt like you should get out this week, or you know, say for this specific episode, um, that's you know current. Uh, let's keep it up. I liked doing this. Okay, cool, cool. Sounds good. Um, I'll link you uh, the site. Um, the site actually, if you somehow got this podcast without going to the site is uh, theunqualifiers.wordpress.com I'll say that again theunqualifiers.wordpress.com uh, Thanks for joining us that we're the unqualifiers uh, See you later Bye See you later